believers praying this morning open up your mouth open up your mouth do not withhold do not withhold he said if you will not praise me if you will not thank me I will lift up stones stones that is a degradation to your humanity but you want to tell God that God this mouth that you have given unto me I lift it up in thanksgiving I lift it up in adoration. Let a shabapaya. Oh, come on. I cannot hear you lifting up your voice. You don't need me to force you. With the understanding of the resurrection Sunday, you want to lift up your voice. 2018 years plus ago, by this time, he is in hell. He is taking the keys of death. Lord, I do not care what the world is saying. I refuse to withhold my thanksgiving. I refuse to withhold my praise. When I think of your mercy, when I think of your love, I cannot seem to understand. For what you did for me on the cross of Calvary, you were broken. God, God came down in the form of man. Akipa Osaya. He walked the surface of this earth. He was tempted like you were, like you are. This morning, you want to appreciate, you want to appreciate God. You want to spend some time in Thanksgiving. You want to lift up your voice. The enemy wanted me. But you, O oh Lord, you stood in for me. The enemy desired that you would sift me as sweet. But you, O oh God, you came through for me. This morning, you want to lay down your crowns. You want to cast down your crowns. Lift up your voice. Lift 
Kataya. You might be going through so many things. This morning, this might not be well at home. But we know one thing that our Lord is risen. Forget about the person that is standing next to you. You want to close your eyes. You want to close your eyes. You want to lift up your voice. And you want to pray. And tell God that God, you have done so much for me. You humbled yourself. Even to the point of death. Even the death of the cross. You died a sinful death. This morning, you don't want to hold back your confession. This is not a time to be ashamed. I lift up my voice Arapataya in thanksgiving Repentapa Rapaya Maya Rapaya Maya Rapaya Maya Rapantapaya Arapataya Arapaya Arapandaya Arapokaya Arapoa Arapaya Aramasaya Our Lord Repayataya Andekapaya Aramosaya Apekapaya I was dirty God, but you, oh Lord, you picked me up. Arepata, arepasa, alepayabaya, arepayama. When all men, I am a sire. neglected you. The Lord came through. Repenta, araposa, adi imaya, repentaya, alependa, redosaya, arema ataya, agopataya. You want to lift up your voice. Rapandaya, Rapandaya, 
Rapaya Bahaya, Rapaya Masa, Rapapaya, Rapaya, Raatandaya, Asama, Rependaya, Rependa, Raatea, Lapaya. You want to sing a new song, Rapapa, Raatata, Reapoa, Rapaya, Asapa, Repayo, Ratapanda, Reependea, Rapola, Asapaya, Reapea, Akopande, Rapayaba, Rapapayo, Rapapayo, Ratamaya, Lora, Asayabapa, Rapapaya, Aprandaya, Lependapaya, Aposa, Raapaya, Rapapanda, Aropaya, Reapeo, Rapandoa, Arapaya, Rapataya, Aprandoa, Apriapaya, Apriapaya, Rapandapaya, Aprotapaya, Rapandaya, Rapendaya, Rapopa, Rapoyapa, Rapoyapa, Repemaya, Rapapaya, Rapayapa, Reapaya, Rapopaya, Raatea, Raaposaba. Asanyo Nipa Beye Okratia Sifu Yepesumu Dada Asanyo Nipa Asanyo Nipa yeah, oh, come on, lift up your voice. A cry, just Sanyo nipa sanyo nipa Come on, lift up your voice and bless the name of God. Akinda have a Sunday at a don't withhold your thanksgiving don't withhold your praise from him Minister to God, minister to God. Today he's resurrecting. Oh, Sanyo Nipa, Sanyo Nipa. 
understand the words of the song kinda bahakras kataya brahasu 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 ra akanda bahasaya ra ikanda hasaya bahaya ra ikoda bahasaya bahaya oh for the last time asaja asajo nipa hey yeah oh gracias for your personal God. Even as today's Resurrection Sunday, any dead thing in my life, Lord, today, let it resurrect. Lord, today, cause it to resurrect. My academic death, Lord, cause it to resurrect. My financial death, Lord, cause it to resurrect. Come on, you want to lift up your voice. Uh. Some of you can even intercede for your parents. Uh. Any dead thing uh, in your family, uh, come on, open up your mouth. Uh. You want to tell God that uh, God, uh, any dead thing, uh, even as today uh, is Resurrection Sunday, uh, Lord, cause it to resurrect. Cause it to resurrect. Come on, lift up. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Tell God, the Lord, every dead thing, every dead situation, Lord, we are commanding, we are declaring a resurrection by the power of the Holy Ghost. For if the Spirit whom raised Jesus Christ uh, from the dead uh, lives in you. Uh, he shall quicken uh, your mortal bodies. Uh, there is a power. There is a power that broke uh, into the grave uh, and pulled uh, Jesus Christ out. Uh, you are invoking that power. You are invoking that power. This morning, uh, you want to lift up uh, your voice uh, and tell God, uh, the Lord, uh, by prayer, by prayer, Prayer, I invoke that power. I invoke that power. That power that raised Jesus. I invoke it over my academics. I invoke it over my finance. I invoke it over my business. Come on, lift up your voice. Arapaya, Arapaya, Lekepaya. I invoke. I invoke that power. That power. That power, Rapayaba, Rapaya, Arapandaya, Arapandaya, Akapaya, Repaya, Leprandaya, Radoa, Radoa, Rapalaya, Lord, that exceeding great power, Rapandaya, Arapaya, Lord, Rapapaya, Rapaya, every dead situation in my life, Arapandaya, Lord, Abekapaya, Arapandaya, Reaposa, Araya, Arapaya, Arapandoa, Abayabaya, Arapo, Arapandaya, Reaposa, Raataya, Reepe, Ratanaba, Raapaya, Aposaya, Abrandaya, Reacopa, Ra 
Makopa Rapanaya Lord Apasaya we lift up a voice in prayer Rapopaya Rapia Asaya Alopa Rapia Rasaya Ratataya Arepaya every situation in your life Apaya you want to tell God the Lord I invoke I invoke Rapopaya Arapoa by my declaration I invoke by my declaration I invoke Rapopaya Arepaya Asanda Arepaya Alapaya Aropaya Apaya Alapaya Asanaya Arepaya Rapoa Rapanaya Arapaya Asapa Asapaya 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 Lord Amasaya 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 Epalaya Aprota Arapoa Arapanaya Arapayo Aprandaya Asaya Arapaya Aropaya Rapoa Asaya Arapoa Apaya Arapapaya Aropaya Asaya Arapaya Lopaya Rapaya Asaya Aropaya Aropaya Rapapaya Rapoa Aropaya Rapo Asaya Rapapaya Apropaya Arapoa Let the power Aropaya Apropaya Rapoa Arape Amasaya Rapapaya Rapaya Rapaya Rapapaya Rapaya Rapapaya Arapoa Arapaya Asapa Rapaya Aropaya Arapa Aropata Asaya Aropaya Rapo Lepraya Apola Arope Asapaya Rapaya Lora Asapaya Apriataya 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 Ayopaya Apriya Arapaya Asapaya Aropaya Arapaya Rapapa Rapayo Apriataya Aropaya Rapaya Arapaya Askapaya Arepa Aropataya Repaya Asopaya Lepaya Aropaya Asaya Repo Rapaya Apriatea 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 Apriatapaya in the name of Jesus. Some of you, the reason why you are still going through some things is because you are still in your graves. Some of you, sexual immorality, you are still in the grave of sexual immorality. Some of you, lust, you are still in the grave of lust. Jesus Christ, after he resurrected, he obtained a more glorified body. Some of you want to live a glorified life. You want to live a life of purity. But yes, still, you are still in the grave. You are still down there. You are still in the grave. But you want to lift up your voice and invoke that exceeding great power. And you want to tell God that God, let the power rush into the grave and break me free. And break me free. Come on, lift up your voice. Let that grave open. 
open. Let the stone be rolled away. Abakataya, you might be in a grave of depth. You might be in a grave of lust. You might be in the grave of sexual immorality. You might still be in the grave of fornication or homosexuality. But the Lord, He wants you to come out. He wants to deliver you. He wants to set you free. Oh, come on. Lift up your voice. You are telling God that, Lord, by the exceeding great power, I break free. I resurrect. I resurrect with Christ. I obtain a glorified body. I have been in the grave for three days and now my Jesus is rising up. I am rising with him. I obtain a glorious body. I obtain a pure body. I obtain a holy body. Lord, I come out. 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 I break free. I break free. I come out. Rapandaya. Rapaya. Asaya. Rapataya. Rapposa. I come out of that grave. I come out of that grave. Of that bondage. Rapaya. Radea. Raposa. Rapoa. Radesa. Radea. Repete. Radesa. Rakota. Lepeta. Alea, Asaya, Arepa, Area, Asaya, Atapa, Adea, Radeasa, Rabosa, Leprenda, 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 Asaya, Rapanda Pia, Rapanda Pia, Rapanda Pia, Rapanda Pia, Rapanda Pia, Lapraya, Apratapa, Asata, 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 Lepraya, Lepraya, Lapranaya, Lepraya, Lepraya. Le prayer, Arapaya, Le Pranaya, Arapaya, Arbosa, Re Atea, Le Prayer, Le Prayer, Le Pranaya, I come out, Le Prayer, I resurrect with Christ, Rapaya, Le Prayer, Le Pranaya, La Prayer, Asaya, Le Prana, La Prayer, La Prayer, La Prayer, La Prayer, La Prayer, A Pranaya, A Pranaya, A Pranaya, Harapa, Harapaya, Rapaya, 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 Lapraya, Asaya, Rapaya, Aposa, Rapandaya, Rapandaya, Lepraya, Aposa, Arapaya, 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 Rapaya, Apoya, Rapaya, Apoya, Apayata, Apayata, Arapaya, Arapandaya, Aposa, Rapaya, Rapaya, Rapaya Askapaya in the name. The grave represents a place of death. The grave represents a place where no activity takes place. A grave is a foundation where bodies are laid for them to rot. Some of you, you are rotting in your sins, you are rotting in your lives, but you want to come out. It seems like a seed. The more you try, the more you go back. You have been in the grave for three days, you are about to rot. But Jesus Christ is coming through. He's coming through. You want to lift up your hand, your right hand. You want to say, Dear Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. Come on, declare with me. Say, Lord Jesus. 
Someone say, Lord Jesus, today, uh, even as you are resurrected, even as you are resurrected, in the name of Jesus, I resurrect with you. Uh, I come out of my grave. I come out of my grave. I step out of that grave. I come out of my grave by my declaration. By my declaration. Uh, today, uh, this morning, uh, I come out. I come out. I come out. Say, enemy, uh, Satan, uh, you have no power. You have no power over me. Uh, from today, uh, I am set free uh, because Christ uh, has risen uh, from today. There, I step out, I step out, I step out of my sin, I step out of death, I step out of fornication, I step out of lust, I step out of lying, I step out of lasciviousness, I step out, I step out, I step out from today, I invoke, I invoke. I can't hear you say, I invoke the exceeding great power, great power into the grave to set me free, to set me free right now, right now, right now, by the power, by the power in the name of Jesus. You want to clap your eyes and pray? 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 You want to tell God that Lord. I come out, I come out, I come out right now. I'm stepping out, I'm stepping out, I'm stepping out. Clap your hands, clap your hands. Come on, Ayapaya, clap your hands. Tell God, clap your hands. Don't get tired, clap your hands. You are stepping out, you are coming out, you are coming out, you are coming out. Clap your hands, Rapaya, 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 Aropa, Aropa, clap. Your hands clap, rapaya, 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 rapaya. Come on, rapaya. I step out, I step out, I step out, I step out, I step out. Rapaya, rapaya, arata, area, alia, akia, asa. Clap it, clap your hands, rapaya, lepaya, atia, asaya, lepaya, akanda, lesa. Le prayer, Alata, Le prayer, Le prayer, Le prayer. I step out of death, Le prayer, Le prayer. Clap your hands, oh ye people. Re ataya, akaya, re ataya, re ataya, re ataya. Le prayer, Le prayer, a prayer, a prayer, a prayer, a prayer, a prayer, a prayer. Open your mouth, prayer, prayer. Out, out, come on, Rata, 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 Lea, Rapo, Lecrea, Lesa, Laya, come 
on, clap it, clap it, clap your head, clap your head, le paya, le ati, la ati, la ati, re ati, la paya, ra ataya, la ataya, la ataya, la paya, lea, a paya, alia, la paya, lea, akia, alea, a prayer, a prayer, come on, clap it, le paya, la ataya, asaya, le ati, laya. Rata Lekaya Rayasa 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 Alta La Praya Lekata La Praya Lekatu Sahaya If you believe that Jesus Christ has broken the power of sin and death, I want you to clap your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise in this place. Hallelujah. Let's just continue in this atmosphere of worship. Let's bless the name of the Lord. I know we all know this verse. In John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish. And through him today, we have life. Through him today, we have salvation. Today is Resurrection Sunday. Jesus has resurrected from the grave. And out of that, we can say, we can go to the throne room of God and we can get to God. We can say, thank you, God, for all you've done. Because of this, we are all alive today and we are just very grateful to God. We just want to lift our hearts in worship to him this morning. Let's just continue in this atmosphere of worship.
together for the Lord. Oh, yeah. 
like Jesus and they gave birth to you so you don't have any sin to be forgiven but 
some of us, we know where we are coming from. We know we were born in sin. We know we were condemned to die. But the Bible says in Colossians chapter 2 verse 14, He has cancelled, He has cancelled the legal indebtedness of the law. understand you see the bible tells us that we were once held captive by our sins but the bible says in ephesians chapter 4 that he who descended is the same who ascended and when he ascended he led captivity captive anything that held you bound anything that held you in chains Come and see what the Lord has done for me. He has taken away my sorrows and now I'm free. Because of Jesus, every day now all the goodness and mercy, sorrow they fall. Hey, I got a deal of victory. I ain't. Oh, yeah, give him a victory. Give him a victory. Oh, hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. Hey. Hallelujah. to move to 10 people and tell them he is risen he is risen move to 10 people and tell them that our Christ is risen about you but this morning I'm excited it is it's a good day it's a good day to be in church turn to your neighbor turn, this is a good day to be in church please take your seats in the presence of the Lord it's our church we believe in shouting do you believe in shouting you see some of you are behaving like you are old people you see when they designed the church 
we kept the old people downstairs. And they gave us the top here. So that we can ascend, climb with the strength of our youth. And give glory to God. Church, men are about up here. Amen. Amen. Ah, it's a shouting church, it's a holy ghost. Amen. Amen. Good morning. My name is Bethman Menta, and I'll be your coordinator for this morning's service. Turn to your neighbor once again. This is a good Sunday to be in church. I'm glad you didn't miss it. Welcome to our special Resurrection Sunday service. Okay, good morning once again. I'm your coordinator for this morning's service. My name is Bethman Niajete Menta. Let's give ear for the following announcements. You are welcome to Teen Chapel, ICGC, Calvary Temple. Our vision is to become world changers, nation builders, and inventors through training in godly principles. Our mission, grooming proactive, spirit-filled, disciplined, leadership-minded youth who are ready to take up responsibility and daring to make changes in their generation, a youth that is current and relevant. If today happens to be the first time you are fellowshipping with us on a Sunday morning like this, we consider you our special guest. We humbly ask you to rise to your feet if you are here for the first time on a Sunday morning like this. Anyone? Oh, give them a round of applause. Give them a round of applause. Those around them, let them feel welcome. Let them know that they are in a youthful church. again you are welcome to church please when we close do not be in a hurry to leave you see the front seat on my left hand here 
please come and take a seat here after service and some of your colleagues will come and interact with you if you don't understand why we are shouting plenty we'll explain ourselves if you don't understand why we are dancing plenty we'll explain ourselves we want you to be a part of our family so wait briefly behind and we'll interact with you thank you once again for coming our departmental meeting times are as follows on Mondays from 4 to 6 p.m., the prayer team meets here to have a time of prayer and Bible study. On Tuesdays, the evangelism team goes out between the hours of 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Some of you are at home. You are doing nothing. Go out and win a soul. We are living for others as well. Amen. The dramatic art meets on Fridays from 6 to 7.30 p.m. And on Saturdays, all departmental meetings take place between the hours of 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. and at 5 to 5.45 all church workers, I repeat, all church workers, we have our church workers meeting and at 6 to 6.30 p.m. the facilitators meet. The end of the announcement. At this juncture, I want to do one thing before I move to the next phase of the service. We have some subsidized books here. The first book is Are Your Prayers Answered by Reverend Raman Eno and How Strong Is Your Faith by Dennis Otre Kwabna Debra. I want you to grab a copy. It's just five CDs. A book will change your life. Learn how to read. Uh, learn how to read. When uh, the John met Jesus in the book of Revelations and the angel was interacting with him, he said, take it and eat. It shall be bitter in your belly, but it shall be sweet in your mouth. The word of God, if you read books, you read the word of God, it shall be sweet in your mouth. Sometimes it, you might not like what you are learning, but it will change your life. Amen. So get a copy. It's for five CDs. A copy. It's not expensive. It's highly subsidized. This one is called a to four ball. Highly subsidized. So go grab a copy. Grab a copy for your friend this Easter. Amen. All right, at this juncture, I want us to, I would like us to, with a round of applause, invite the papa of the house, Uncle Bijou, to take us to the next phase of the service. Let's do it better for him. Good morning and happy Easter to you all. I'm not feeling your excitement, crowd. All right, today is the day we remember the resurrection Sunday. Wow. Just, just a couple of um, a couple of uh, emphases, then we'll move on with the service. There's blood donation um, on the church premises after church service, and I want to encourage as many of you as can. You're not, you're not too young, right? I started donating blood when I was your age. Okay, so we want to encourage as many as can to donate. You'll be tested, and if you, you, there's not enough, you'll be told. Okay, but all of us have. But most of us have some success. We could save a life. Next week, Sunday, church service starts at 8, and it's a joint, joint service. In other words, the first and second service joins together, and the youth will also join the adult church for a joint service. We'll be hosting Reverend Eastwood Anaba, so please take note. And next two weeks, Next two weeks, we'll begin a very, very exciting journey towards camp. 
you, you know this year, our theme is wisdom. And the theme for camp this year is the wise youth. And there are some very serious foundations that we want to lay as we work towards the annual prayer and fasting and towards the greater west and towards our annual camp. It's going to be a time of serious spiritual revolution, and I mean it. It's going to be a spiritual revolution. We are going to talk about spiritual good, certain dimensions of spiritual good. We are going to bring every aspect of our lives, our character development, you know, professional grooming, the sexual challenges that we are facing, serious issues that are bothering the youth. We are going to deal with them because we want to open up our life entirely to bring growth to every area of our life. Like we are told during the uh, next move, we need to have a balanced life. And many of us are not having a balanced life. I'm going to open up how to study properly together with God. Amen. Amen. Well, the, before we hear the word of God this morning, um, the, the drama We'll, we'll take the, the, the drama team, we'll give us administration now, and after that we'll take our offering. Okay. So drama team, over to you. Is the drama team not ready? Okay, Uncle Solo, come and lead us in the solo and let's take our offering. Hallelujah. Amen. 
Shall we pray? Father, we bless you for this offering. We commit it to you and ask that you help us use it to your glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, it's time to hear the word of God. And um, we are privileged to have our own auntie in our house, Auntie Trudy. It's a long, long, long time that we had her on a Sunday morning. And it's my greatest joy and pleasure to introduce Auntie Trudy, who is a friend of Teen Chapel, to preach the word of God to us this morning. Oh, come on, appreciate her better. So the anointing will flow. I bet many of you don't know me. Do you know me? No. Most of the people have graduated and gone down. And you graduated and came up. How are you? It's such a joy to be with you this afternoon. Thank you, Uncle Biju, for inviting me. Thank you very much, sir. Amen. So you are having fun up here. It's good to see you. Shall we pray? I wish I had a good voice. There's a song I want to sing. Can somebody help me? I don't know if you know this hymn. You people are charismatic children. But this is a Methodist hymn. And can it be that I should boast an interest in died he for me he who caused his pain for me to he to death bless Oh, oh, oh. 
grateful to you for revealing yourself to us at this tender age, bringing us into yourselves, guiding our feet, filling us with your spirit. We are grateful for the tokens of the years. We are grateful for this morning, the celebration of this morning. We are grateful for all the things that you do. My prayer is that your word will flow through me. Understanding will be the portion of your children. He said, out of the mouth of babies, praise shall arise. That out of the mouth of these babies, wisdom will be their portion. In the name of Jesus, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It's always a pleasure to come up here. Amen. This morning, I'd like to share with you on a word, the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Amen. The wisdom of God. What, what is wisdom? You'll discover that when you look for the meaning of wisdom, there are not many words that describe wisdom. They'll say the experience, knowledge, insight, etc. But wisdom, the Greek word wisdom is Sophia. Amen. Sophia. It means skillful. It means crafty. It means full of excellence. Amen. And sophisticated. That is how we get the word sophisticated. When something is sophisticated, you get a beautiful product and you can't really, there are so many little things that come together to make that product. So you will come to church and say, how, how was the service? You say, the service was good. And you are asked, what made the service good? You said, oh, the music made it good. The worship was good. And then there was drama. And then there was the word. And then, oh, there were all, the, and then somebody did something. And, you know, and then somebody will say, ah, me, I found it so good because of the way the room was laid out. There's a sophistication in the service. Amen. Different things have been put together in a very skillful manner to give you a good feeling. So you live here and you say the service was good. This morning I want you and I to think about Jesus, the wisdom of God. Amen. How is Jesus the wisdom of God? How did the wisdom of God get established for us? Let's begin by going to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 18, reading from 18 to 25. This is the key scripture of the theme of ICGC for this year, wisdom. You know, you can see it's the year of wisdom. You see how, you see Sophia? If your name is Sophia, this is the, how the Greek is written. Sophia. It goes, For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? 
Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this world? Has God not made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of the world, of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. For the Jews require a sign, and the Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified unto the Jews a stumbling block, and unto the Greeks foolishness. But unto them which are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Amen. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. Amen. It says, there is a wisdom of men. There is a wisdom of men. But God chose that we don't find him from the wisdom of men. God chose his own method for us to get to his wisdom. And the method he used sounds foolish. But the important thing for us to appreciate is that the most foolish thing God does is wiser than any wise thing that men would do. Amen. No matter how wise, how skillful, how crafty, how excellent, how sophisticated human beings put anything together, the, most, the thing that looks so, so foolish by God is ends up being wiser than that wise thing that human beings can do. Amen. He says, we are preaching Christ, and Christ, is, it sounds like foolishness. So Christ sounds like foolishness to the Greek, but not just the Greek, but also the Jew. Why? Because the Jews require a sign. Remember that the people, the children of Israel, this Bible that we read, Israel started from miracles. An old man was told, leave your father's house. You know the story, don't you? Abraham. He leaves his father's house, and God says, I will give you a child. I'll make a nation out of you. By the time he's 90, he still hasn't had a child. And his wife is also past 90. She still hasn't had a child. And then his wife gets fed up and says, go and sleep. Because as for me, I went past menopause long ago. Go and sleep with a mate. And see if you, being a man, you can have a child through her. And he does that and he has Hagar. And he has um, Ishmael. But God comes and says, no. Your wife, Sarah, the one who is past 90, it is not a young lady's child who is a child I promised you, but a child from you and your wife will be the one from whom this nation will come. So one day, angels come to Abraham and tell Abraham, a year by this time, your wife will have a child, and Sarah starts to laugh. I mean, come on, you guys. What sort of rap is this? And I'm sitting my somewhere. I know I'm an old lady. You don't need to tell me I'm an old lady. Then you come. You are, have given you food and drink. Keep quiet and drink it and go. You say, a year by this time, your wife, Sarah. So the angel said, 
Sarah, why did you laugh? Don't you, don't you believe in God? Say, oh, oh, I'm sorry, you're angels. I didn't, I didn't laugh. Hey, palava. I have given you food. Now you are prophesying. I don't, you are, I don't want your prophecy to confuse me. And now you're accusing me that I'm laughing. Everything was confusing about the situation. But a year by that time, Sarah had a son. Hallelujah. So the nation of Israel was born in miracles. It was miraculous that that old man had a child, that that old lady had a child. To make matters even more complicated, when they went into Egypt and they were being brought out as a nation, it took miracles. We are told about plagues. We are told about water turning into blood. Pharaoh said, I will not let you go. And the Bible tells us, they woke up one day and all the water in the place had turned into blood. Said, I still won't let you go. They woke up the next time, there were frogs everywhere. I won't let you go. There were flies everywhere. The thing was getting worse and worse. Finally, all the firstborn of Egypt died. I mean, how strange is this? Every family is only the firstborn that died. Have you heard of some before? Somebody did this thing. They, it is all very miraculous. So as for the Jews, they understood signs. Amen. They understood miracles. Then the, the Greeks, you see the Acropolis. When I was sitting there, I was like, this building. The Greeks loved knowledge. They loved reasoning. They loved logic, this building. They would gather, every city had an Acropolis. And they would gather in those buildings. The most famous was called the Parthenon, which was made up of different buildings. And they would sit down and reason. Have you heard of, um, you know, Pythagoras theorem? You know, you know, the guy who said Eureka, who was that? Archimedes. You know, these people were people who reasoned. They were logic. They, they, they checked out physics and chemistry. They did literature. They, they, they examined. So their wisdom came from learning. So the Jews were used to miracles. And the, and the, and the Greeks were used to logical reasoning. Are you getting the picture? So now Paul writes to the people of Corinth and tells them, says we are talking now, when we talk about the wisdom of God, we are talking about a certain wisdom. He says, for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. The way the Greeks see it, I will destroy it. The way the Jews see it, I will destroy it. Everything that human beings consider wise, I will make it foolish. He said, I will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Which, where is the disputer of this world? Where is the one who thinks they understand something? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God. It pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. It, it says, the wisdom, wisdom is evident in every discipline, in every facet of life. Everything around us reveals God. And we should be able to find God from everything that we see. 
Romans chapter 1 says, creation speaks of God. And if we wanted to know God, we would know him from creation. Everything around us reveals God. However, somehow, we don't get to God by the things we see. So when you see the moon come out, you think, ah, this is beautiful. When you see the sea there, you say, ah, this is awesome. When you see the, the, the birds flying, when you read some of the stuff, you say, ah, how does this happen? But still, you can't find God when you look there. This is what Paul is saying. Every facet of life should lead us to God. And yet it doesn't. In his own wisdom, God has ensured that the clear evidence does not lead the world to him. Because it has pleased him to lead everything to himself only by one means, by one work of wisdom. And that work of wisdom, it sounds extremely foolish. What is this foolishness? A virgin is walking here somewhere, and an angel comes and says, you're going to get pregnant. Says, how are you going to do? How is it going to happen? He says, a spirit will come and overshadow you. I mean, once again, come on. You, you, you get the picture. So Joseph is there, and they, they tell him, your wife is pregnant. Your, your fiancé is pregnant. Joseph says, I haven't slept with a girl. Mary, who did you sleep with? Said, nobody. The spirit of God came. It pleased God by foolishness. Are you beginning to get a picture? In the meantime, Mary's older cousin, Elizabeth, who is the wife of the high priest, long past menopause again. I mean, God makes sure that when he breaks in on people, you cannot understand it. I was excited when Uncle Bijou was saying, we are going to delve into spiritual things. So Elizabeth, to her husband, goes to, into the temple and an angel appears and says, you are about, your wife Elizabeth is about to get pregnant. And the angel said, how, how, I mean, how can I be sure? How can I be sure? As for him, he was quite irritated. How can I be sure? The angel said, because you are irritated, you will become dumb. I don't want you saying funny things around the place. So from now on, you talk to the baby come. So now, Mary is pregnant and has this foolish business. This foolish business. So Mary has this baby. And then some rich men appear, kings from afar. He, I mean, people from empires. They are carrying chests of gold and, and treasure. And when they come, they say, we have come. We saw a star. A king is about to be born. Where is the king? He's in some shepherd. They couldn't find a place. I mean, this king, they couldn't even find a room for him. So he's sitting with sheep. I mean, once again, how? A king with sheep? Man, man, man. What kind of royalty is this? But the king, the, the kings that came, they were of the caliber that they could go to Herod himself. Do you get me? I mean, who goes to Jubilee House unless you are a, a, a person of stature? 
I mean, such were the, the, the stature of these people who arrived. They were taken to the palace. And the king said, you do say a king is to be born? They said, yes. Where is a king to be born? So we can see a star. So we are following the star. I'm sure Herod sent his astrologers and they couldn't see the star. Because God can do that. Because if they could see the star, they would have trailed the people there. Do you, do you get me? They would have trailed the people, but they couldn't see the star. And then these people, okay, go look for the king. When you find him, come and tell me. They left. And then when, by the time they get there, there are some shepherds too who come and say, we saw angels out in the fields. They were singing and shouting glory to God. So we have come. We follow the star. The shepherds said we should follow the star. They took the, another star. They, they, came, they came to the man, man place and some babies lying there. This is the king of the world. Come on. It's a strange story. Paul said, all the wisdom in physics, all the wisdom in astrology, all the wisdom in, in whatever, chemistry, all the wisdom in, 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 in hospitality, all the wisdom in mining, none of it, none of it fits into the wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Amen. The foolishness, and even worse, after this baby grows up, the neighborhood, they begin to see that he's doing some stuff. The Bible says Jesus went into his hometown, and the people said, ah, but where did this man get this wisdom? Isn't his father the carpenter? Aren't his brother and, brothers and sisters with us? Where did he get this wisdom from? The Bible says because of what they said, he couldn't even do miracles there. But then he starts going up and down. Then one day they hear he's walking on water. Another day people are following him. He takes bread and he breaks five pieces of bread and 5,000 people have eaten. Hey! What is going on here? And finally this guy, they say we've had enough of him. One of his own disciples said, if you give me cash, I'll hand him over to you. So they give him the cash. You, this Judas, you have seen this man walk on water. You are not afraid of him. He went and sold him, and then they came and took him. But surely, if he's the son of God, if he could raise Lazarus from the dead, if he could break water into, but he could, he could cause five loaves of bread to, be, to feed 5,000 people and 7,000 people, I mean, how, how can he just allow himself to be beaten and beaten and beaten and beaten? You remember his first miracle, his, his, somebody's wedding. He goes to get crash the wedding with his disciples. And then they, they, they come and say, the wine is finished. And then his mother tells them, this is my son, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And then he says, the six jars of water here, pour the water out. I mean, seriously. You know Israel is in a desert. People have carried water and filled the jars. You say we should go and pour the water out. Who will fetch new water? He said, now fetch new water. Meanwhile, the wine is finished. I'm sure the people were booing him seriously. What is this guy? I mean, and by that time, he hadn't done any miracles, remember? 
Only, it was only his mother's word. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. But they were desperate. I pray that one day you'll be desperate enough so that whatever he tells you to do, you will do it. Amen. So he does, they do these things, and then when they finish, he tells them, go and fetch some of the water. They fetch the water, the water is now wine. Hey! And his disciples put their faith in him. And from that time, he was unstoppable. But he was unstoppable until Judah sells him. And suddenly, the man is stoppable. They caught him. They beat him. So the thieves on the cross, one of them asked him, ah, by you. You raised Lazarus from the dead. Set yourself free and set us free. What do you think you are doing? We, we, we heard about all those things that you were doing. Why can't you set yourself free? Fortunately, the other thief said, Master, shut up. Me and you, we know we are armed robbers. This guy, we don't know about him. But you see, he allowed himself to be killed. And after that, there was silence for three days. And on the third day, suddenly the news came out. The guy has risen from the grave. Up from the grave he arose. He arose a victor from the battlefield. And he lives to rivers with his saints to reign. He arose. He arose. Hallelujah. Christ arose. And the Bible says they saw him walking about. He appeared to his disciples and then he said, Thomas, put your hand in, it is still me. Hey. So this guy, the day he was taken up into heaven, the Bible says more than 500 people were standing there. And then all they saw, he was going, pam, 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 flying up. Hey. What are we seeing here? And finally, Paul comes and says, this is the wisdom of God. It sounds like a foolish story. A virgin getting pregnant, and he doing miracles, he being killed, he dying, and he rising and saying, I have risen from the grave. I'm going to the Father. But this foolish story is the wisest thing you have ever seen. This foolish story. Is the wisest thing you have ever encountered. Let's go to 1 Corinthians again. 1 Corinthians chapter 2. I'm reading from verse 6. It says, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor the princes of this world, that come to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, eye has not seen nor ear heard, Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things of God. 
For what man knows the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knows no man but the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Amen. He says, the wisdom that we are speaking, we are speaking a wisdom unto people who are perfect. We are speaking a wisdom that was hidden. A wisdom that, in, in, in the law of patents, we say the, 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 the obvious, the obvious that is hidden. Something that is so obvious and yet it's so hidden. He says it's a mystery. It's a mystery that was hidden from the foundation of the world. And now it has been revealed. And this is what we are discussing. We are discussing this mysterious thing which has been from the beginning of time, but which has now been revealed. But you see, that mysterious thing, that any person who is carnal, who is fleshly, cannot understand it. Because if the, if the, the, the princes of this world, if the pilots and the heralds, if the Pharisees and the scribes, if the lawyers, if the big people who, were, who, were, who could execute him, who could put him on trial, who could, who, who could punish him, who could compel him to carry a cross, if they had had an idea what they were dealing with, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They would not have crucified him. But they had no idea because it was hidden. But having been crucified and having resurrected now by his spirit that has been released unto all the earth, all of us can understand him. He now comes to us by his spirit. And when his spirit comes to us and begins to explain to us and we begin to understand it, then we begin to be part of the wisdom of God. Why wouldn't they have killed him? Because had they killed him, he would not have been a seed that was sown. Hallelujah. He said his soul was made an offering for sin. And because he gave up his soul as an offering for sin, you and I, when we sin, can say, Lord, forgive us. And God looks at his crucified soul and, give, and forgives you. You are forever free because one man paid the price for everybody. Hallelujah. They would not have crucified the Lord of glory. So now, how are we going to understand the logicality, the reasoning, the intelligence of God? How are we going to understand it? He says, we now do it because we have the mind of Christ. So now this person who came and lived, you know what I would like to, I hope you understand. Do you know what an icon is? You know what an icon is? All of you use computers, right? What is an icon? It's a symbol, right? 
is a symbol that stands for everything. For, that stands for a certain, a certain class of things, right? So when you see the, the, the um, dustbin icon, you know it means delete. If you delete anything and you go and put it inside, it's like a dustbin on your computer. Amen. That is an icon. When you see the P, it's an icon for what? PowerPoint, right? And, and when you see the W, it's an icon for what? Word. Fantastic. So he comes and he lives what we call an iconic life. Everything he does is a, a, is, is a token for anything within that category. So he comes, because he turned water into wine, the wine of the spirit can live in the water of our lives. Hallelujah. Because he walked on water, we can do impossible things. Because he broke bread and the bread multiplied, food can multiply around you just by giving offering every Sunday. Because he, because he opened the eyes of the blind, things that before you may not have understood, in the, you begin to understand them. He lived an iconic life. Everything that we needed, he hung on the cross in the middle of the, in the middle of the, and because of that, he answered the demands of the earth and he answered the demands of the sky, of heaven itself. What the, he answered the demands of the devil, he answered the demands of man, and he answered the demands of God. He lived an iconic life. He died an iconic death. And all of us were in him. The Bible says we were in him when he was crucified. And he went into hell with all of us. And so when we are baptized and put into water, and we come out of the water, we have risen with him. And so we have become participants of him. We have become joined to him. What kind of wisdom is this? Because God knows you and I could not have paid for our own sins. We are in there again to me. So he became flesh and dwelt among us. And he took the, the punishment that was on us. Someone give me Isaiah chapter 53. Isn't that the most exciting scripture? Isaiah chapter 53. Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He had no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, I mean, verse 2 now, there's no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. We know the scripture, don't we? He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened his mouth. 
He, brought, he, he is brought as a lamb to the slaughter. Now you understand why he has to be born in the, in the, in the sheepfold. Behold the lamb of God that was slain for the sins of men. Because he came as the lamb of God, he has to be born in a manger. Because that's where lambs are born. He lived an iconic life. He came to represent everything that God had put together for the salvation of mankind. So when he was born, there was no room for him at the inn. And they put him in a manger because he was the lamb of God. And Isaiah had prophesied it centuries before. He said, like a lamb, he is brought as a lamb to the slaughter and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. And who shall declare his generation? Give the Lord a clap that you are still his generation. We are still in the generation of Jesus Christ. For when you go to Matthew chapter 1, we are giving generation, 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 and finally it gets to Jesus, and after Jesus, it stops. Why? Every one of us born again in him, our names follow after Jesus' name. Who shall declare his generation? His generation is beyond understanding. For 2,000 years, there have been generation after generation of Christians. And yet he said he was cut off out of the land of the living for the transgression of my people he was stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Do you know why he made his grave with the wicked? So that judgment, of, he would take the judgment of all wicked people. So that is why he hung up there with armed robbers. So, that, well, so when you see somebody who is terrible, an armed robber, somebody who is willing to steal from anybody, know that Jesus intentionally hung in the middle of thieves so that he can take away the sin even to that level. And then he was buried in the grave of the rich man. It was a rich man, Joseph of Arismatia, who gave his grave. He took the possession of a rich man in his death. So that you can have access to every rich on the face of the earth. And then he went into hell. The sin of everyone was laid upon him. But because he knew no sin, when they sat there in the courts of hell and they said, all demons of lying come. This man it was placed upon him the sin of lying. Is it justified? Is it just? Is it right? Can we condemn him? Can we keep him in hell? And liars, the lying, even the lying demons will say, we never heard him tell a lie. And then they'll say, you are acquitted of lying. And then they'll ask the demons of lust, come. And then they'll all come. And they say, this man has been brought here because they laid upon him all the sins of, all the sexual sins. Should we keep him in hell? And they said, we never saw him sin sexually. And then he will go by the side. Give me another category of sin. And all the corrupt judges. And all the demons of corruption. 
from Africa, you can imagine, they are quite a number. And, and then they'll call all of them, and they'll say, this man has been brought into hell. From Friday, when he gave out the ghost, this trial was going on in hell. They had tried him on earth, and they could find nothing wrong with him, and yet they crucified him. Had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. And then he went into hell, and they continued the trial. And every single charge they brought up, every single charge, finally they said, there is nothing to hold him here. Even hell had to tell the truth. There is nothing to hold him here. Up from the grave he arose, a conqueror from the mighty heap. I've forgotten the words. And he lives forever with his saints to reign. He arose, he arose. Hallelujah. Christ arose. It is such an awesome thing when you sit as a judge. And they bring someone, the guy says, I didn't do it. And you say, parade the evidence. And they parade the evidence. And you finish with the evidence, you say, this guy ought to get acquitted. And you acquit him. And you say, loose him and let him go. And all the prison officers will go back. And that day, he walks out of the courtroom. Sometimes when we let them loose, they don't even know how to go home especially when they've been kept in remand. And Jesus came out of the grave. And because of that, because he was, he, what he went through was iconic, now any prison you go into, you can come out. That is why Paul said, all the wisdom, all the wisdom of building build, big, the, the, the high rises of the earth, all the beautiful dams, all the, the engineering works, all the works of literature, all the works of the earth, any one of them, none can compare to this wisdom work that we've done. And as if that was not enough, he said, now the show is about to begin. What was the show? He said, I'm going to send my spirit onto the earth. And my spirit now will be available to everyone who believes in me and receives the sacrifice. And whatsoever you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive it and you shall have it. And my spirit will help you. The things that I have done, greater works can you do because of my spirit that is in you. You have become participants of heaven. You have, he says, everyone, he came to his own. His own did not receive him. But as many as received him, he gave them power to become the children of God. Children not born of a husband's will, but born of the spirit. From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after the other. Because of his spirit, we can stand and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, and all heaven begins to move. 
And as if that is not enough, he ever liveth to make intercession for you. He sits at the right hand side of the Father, making intercession for you. Ensuring that there are myriads of angels around you. And as if that is not enough. He wrote the story in a book. And he left you with a book. Since he came and went, and he returned to us, there is not a book that has sold more copies on the face of this earth than this book. It is the bestseller of all time and continues to be the bestseller. It is the one book that has been translated into more languages than any other book on the face of the earth. And as if that is not enough. Oh, work it out. As if that is not enough. On a consistent basis, he will come to one person and he will cover you with the spirit of knowledge. And another, he will give you a spirit of understanding. And another, he will give you a spirit of prophecy. And another, he will give you a spirit of teaching. And another, he will give you a spirit of administration. And another, he will give you a spirit of... And another, he will give you a gift. And another, he will give you a talent. And another, he will give you a calling. And another, he will give you a spirit of wealth. He will just give you... He just gives. And he just gives. And he just gives. The one who went is the one who resurrected. And he took captivity captive and gave some to the apostles, some to be pastors, some to be preachers, some to be evangelists for the equipping of the saints, for the work of ministry. Hallelujah. And I see that is not enough. He said, I will come again and take you unto myself. And I, he said, if, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. But I'm going to prepare a place for you. And as if that is not enough, he said, give. And everything you give, it shall be turned into treasures in heaven for you. That he who has a son has eternal life. And now, what Paul said, the last enemy, death, has been conquered because he rose up. So now, when you close your eyes in death, you are translated into eternal life. And that eternal life, you don't go there like how you came to the earth. You go there with the treasures of your works here. People who have died and come back and tell awesome stories of how heaven is like. So now we live in hope. And Paul said this work of wisdom is wiser. It sounds so foolish, but it's wiser than any wise thing that human beings can do. It's wiser. And that is why when humanity talks about wisdom, let me close by taking us to the book of Job. Job chapter, I believe it's 28.
Job chapter 28. Reading from verse 12. But where shall wisdom be found? And where is the place of understanding? Man knows not the price thereof. Neither is it found in the land of the living. The depth says, it's not in me. And the sea says, it is not with me. It cannot be gotten for gold. Neither shall silver be weighed for the price thereof. It cannot be valued with the gold of Ophir, with the precious onyx or the sapphire. The gold and the crystal cannot equal it. And the exchange of it shall not be for jewels or fine gold. No mention shall be made of coral or of pearls. For the price of wisdom is above rubies. The topaz of Ethiopia shall not equal it. Neither shall it be valued with pure gold. Whence then cometh wisdom? Where, where does wisdom come from? And where is the place of understanding? Seeing it is hidden from the eyes of all living and kept close from the fowls of the air. It's kept away from the birds. Destruction and death say, we have heard the same thereof with our ears. God understands the way thereof. And he knows the place thereof. For he looks to the end of the earth and sees the whole heaven to make the weight for the winds, and he weighs the waters by measure. When he made a decree for the rain, and he away for the lightning of the thunder, then did he see it and declare it. He prepared it, yea, and searched it out. And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to depart from evil is understanding. Amen. He said, You want to understand wisdom? You want to know where it comes from? He said, if you went into the mine, if you went into a mine, deep in the face, into the earth, where the engineers are, they will say, we don't know what wisdom is. All we know is that there is gold here and we are working. If you went into the sea, the sea will say, I don't know where wisdom is. If you come to the court, we will say, we don't know what wisdom is. We know what the law is. And justice is. But we don't know what wisdom is. And if you went to the surveyors, they will tell you, we are not sure what wisdom is. And no matter which part of the earth, even though there is a seeming, a seemingness of wisdom, even death and destruction said, and the NIV said, we heard only a rumor of it. Only a rumor. Everybody has uh, some inkling about it. And the Bible says, only God knows the direction to it. And he has told man, the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of God. Let me take you to Proverbs chapter 8. And we'll end up in Romans chapter 8. And close. So wisdom, he says, 
Romans, Proverbs 8, 1. Does not wisdom cry, and understanding put forth her voice? She stands in the top of high places, by the way in the places of the path. She cries at the gates, at the entry of the city, at the coming in at the doors. And to you, O men, I call, and my voice is to the sons of men. O ye simple, understand wisdom. And ye fools, be ye of an understanding heart. Hear, for I will speak of excellent things, and the opening of my lips shall be right things. For my mouth shall speak truth, and wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are in righteousness. There is nothing forward or perverse in them. They are all plain to him that understands, and write to them that find knowledge. Receive my instruction and not silver, and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than rubies, and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared with it. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, and I and find out knowledge of witty inventions. Beloved, when you allow the wisdom of God to guide you, you have a healthy disrespect for the things of this world. You are young and you are about to grow. You must have a healthy disrespect for the things of this world. For gold, for pearls, for rubies, for coral, for fine gold, for silver. You will get into workplaces. You will get into companies. You will get into places. And sometimes the light is shining. And sometimes the whole thing looks so beautiful. And you say, is this not where I'm supposed to be? He said, wisdom is beyond all of that. Wisdom is the Lord Jesus Christ. Wisdom is the Lord Jesus Christ. Who was crucified that we might become right with God. That we may live by his spirit. Because the beautiful thing is that as we live with him, all that's, these things outside, they are integrated in him. And the gold that you may have got outside of him, in him, you will get it and more. 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 Get it and more. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Sorry, chapter 4. Chapter 4. Verse 13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Verse 16. Therefore, it is of faith 
that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of, of us all. He says that there is a promise that he will be the heir of this world. It was given to the seed of Abraham. And that seed of Abraham is the Lord Jesus Christ. This whole world, God has allowed it and put it together for Jesus. Sometimes we are impressed by Satan. But Satan is like those people who go and steal people's property. They bring them to court. Say you've heard of some before. Mm -hmm. The house doesn't belong to him. But he's there. Sometimes some of the stories are so strange. You will give an order. Give the people's house back to them. You go, they'll go and come back. They say the person is still there. Uncle. He knows it doesn't belong to him. But he wants to be there. He is not the heir of this world. He, he, he actually had the temerity to take the Lord Jesus to a high mountain, show him all the kingdoms of this world, and said, all of this has been given to me, therefore bow to me. But Daniel said it in the book of Daniel. He said, God, the earth belongs to God, and he gives it to whom he pleases. So when Satan was making that boast, he was alluding to a distant past when Adam gave it to him. But in Adam giving it to him, God had made arrangements over the years. And anytime a prophet speaks, it is taken out of his hand. And you can stand on the sure word of the prophet and it works. How much more the word of Jesus? Amen. So he's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. He's a liar. Because the earth has been given to Jesus. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10 and 11. I need you to keep this in your head so that you are not confused and so that you rise up as you are growing to know that all things have been given to him and in him we are the heirs of this world and God has a plan for your life. Amen. That in the Chapter 1, verse 10. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather... Let me go back a, a, a bit. To verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. In Christ. According as he has chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world. Before the foundation of the world, he chose us in the Lord Jesus Christ. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestinated us into the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. According to the good pleasure of his will. To the praise of his grace. Wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, wherein he has abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence, 
having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he purposed in himself. And what is this mystery? That in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are in, on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who works all things after the counsel of his own will. This is such a precious word. This is such a precious word. This is such a precious word. He said predestination. God had predestined us. He chose us in him. That's why Romans 8 says that those who he foreknew, he predestined. And those who he predestined, he called. And those who he called, he justified. And those who he justified, he glorified. He predestined us in him. And chose us, showed us the mystery of his will. And brought us into Christ. And gave us an inheritance. Because in the fullness of times, everything will flow into the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why I said all creation is groaning and is looking for the manifestation of the children of God. As creation groans and looks for the manifestation of the children of God, my prayer is that you will take your place. You will take your place. My prayer is that you will take your place. As creation is looking for the doctors who are the children of God, you will take your place. The creation is looking for the teachers who are the children of God, the sons of God, you will take your place. Creation is looking for the business people who are the children of God, you will take your place. Creation is looking for the engineers who are the children of God, you will take your place. Creation is looking for, creation is looking for the scientists who are the children of God, you will take your place. Because you will come with the wisdom of the mind of Christ. Because when you take your place, you will come with the wisdom of the mind of Christ. And beloved, let me share a secret with you. If you do a good look at history, the civilization we live in now, it is founded only on Jesus Christ. Because 300 years after Jesus went, it was declared that Christianity be the religion of the entire world. So everything was founded and changed. The entire civilization began to be shaped. That is why when you look at the nations that are most prosperous on earth, their flag has a cross. Their flag has a cross. We see nations that don't believe in Jesus. They have so much wealth, and yet they cannot be at peace like the nations that believe in Jesus Christ. And creation is looking for the manifestation of the children of God. Those who know that Christ has died, and those who know that Christ is risen, and those who know that Christ is living in them, and those who know that all things flow into Christ and are explained in Christ. My prayer is that you will take your place. You will take your place. You will take your place. You will take your place with boldness. You will take your place with understanding. You will not run after gold and rubies, but you will run after the wisdom of God. You will run after the understanding of God. And in the understanding and in the wisdom of God, you will become a wise person wherever you are. You will express the blessing of God 
you will express the love of God. You will express the compassion of God. You will express as a politician, you will express the compassion of God. As a politician, you will express the goodness of God. As a politician, you will express the understanding of God. Wherever you are planted, you will be like a tree tree that is planted by the riverside. You will not stand with ungodly. You will not sit in the seat of mockers. You will not walk in the way of sinners. But upon the law of the Lord, you will meditate day and night. You'll be like a tree planted by the riverside. Whatsoever you do shall prosper. Because you are founded on Christ. You are building on Christ. And you will build on Christ. Rise to your feet. May you participate in the wisdom of God. I came this morning to encourage you to believe in the foolishness of the cross. To believe in the foolishness of the, of the virgin birth. To believe in the foolishness of the rising of the Lord Jesus Christ. To believe in the foolishness of his ever living to make intercession for you. I came to encourage you not to be, en- not to be enticed by any wisdom of man. But to be engaged in the wisdom of God. I came to encourage you that when you are told that it is well in, if you do it this way, I will never remember, I will never forget the pain I felt. One day when a young man, I went to his wedding in an assemblies of God. This was a Christian who sang in the choir. And he became a policeman. And he came to somebody very close to me. And he said, I have heard that unless as a policeman, I join a lodge and I join an occult group and I get myself involved in the Illuminati, I'm not likely to be promoted. Because the high people of this earth, I hear that is where they are. And I said, did somebody not explain to him that the wisdom, the foolishness of God is higher than any wisdom of men. Did somebody not explain to him that it will not be long from that company he will meet with death and destruction. As we speak today, every time I see him, he's holding a bottle of beer. The guy has become caught in alcohol. He's become caught in alcohol. I came to encourage you never, 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 never to be impressed by the wisdom in this world. Because creation is looking for you. All creation is looking for the manifestation of the children of God. Creation is looking for you. People who have the mind of Christ. No matter how they they may, whatever they may say, in the end, when you speak, your wisdom is wiser than their own. All creation is looking for you. Is looking for you. Lift up your hands and thank Jesus for his death on the cross. Thank God for giving us the Lord Jesus Christ. You understand? Thank God for the foolishness of the virgin birth. 
thank God for the foolishness of the death on the cross. Thank God that they nailed his hands and blood came out of his hands so that when you work, your hands can bring forth wealth. Thank God. Lift up your hands and show to the Lord and say, Lord, they nailed your hand that my hand may become fruitful. And they nailed his feet so that wherever you go, wherever you walk, the power of God can reach there. That is why they nailed his feet and his blood flowed from his feet. And they shot his side and pulled blood out of his side so that your marriage can be a blessed marriage. Everything about you. And they, 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 they put crown, thorns of, thorns, a crown of thorns on his head and drew blood from his head so that you can have a clear mind. You can have a clear mind and you can be intelligent and you can be filled with the wisdom of God. Oh, look at the price he paid so that every part of you can work. And they took off his clothes so that you will always wear the robes of righteousness. And they divided his clothes. And they made him naked so that you can never be naked. And he was hungry so you can never be hungry. And he was thirsty so you can never be thirsty. And he was rejected so you can never be rejected. You can walk in favor. A man of sorrow so that you can be filled with joy. Despised so that you can never be despised. Your honor and dignity will be intact. Thank him for this sacrifice. Thank him for this pure work. Thank him for this awesome work. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him for this beautiful work. And he did it all without any help from you. He did it all without any contribution from you. And he did it all. And as he was with your father, He's with you. He's never going to take his eyes off you. He's never going to take his eyes off you. Consistently all the days of your life, he ever liveth to make intercession for you. For I has not seen or ear heard what God has prepared for those who love him. I has not seen nor ear heard what God has prepared for those who love him. I has not seen or ear heard what God has prepared. So on this Easter morning, as you thank God for his goodness, tell him something. Tell him something that you want to see. He says we speak spiritual things in spiritual words. Speak some spiritual words to him. We speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Not the wisdom of this world. We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom. Speaking spiritual truths in spiritual words. God has revealed them to us by his spirit. And then he gave us a language that nobody can intercept. That when you speak, no one can understand. That you can tell him the deepest things in your heart. 
And he alone understands. And by his spirit, he can give you a coded response. On your bed, he can speak mysteries unto you. So Jesus told John, he told Nicodemus in the book of John, he said, as the wind blows, so no one knows where it's coming from and where it's going to. So it is with everyone who is born of the spirit. No one can intercept between you and God your conversation. So tell him some beautiful things this morning. Tell him some beautiful things this morning. Tell him some beautiful things this morning. All creation is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the children of God. Father, I will not disappoint you. Lord Jesus, I will make full use of the glories of your death. I will make full use of the glories of your resurrection. I will make full use of the glories of your intercession for me as you speak in heaven. I will make full use of the wisdom of God. I will make full use of my citizenship of heaven. I will make full use, O Lord God, of my citizenship of this kingdom. I will make full use. May you bring others into this kingdom by your life. May you bring others into this kingdom by the work of your hands. I see you become living gloriously as you grow. I see you drawing men to Jesus Christ. I see you drawing women to Jesus Christ. I see you making a change in the world. Because when he comes, when he, comes he will see you and he will say, well done, faithful servant. I see you doing witty inventions for him. I see you doing great things for him. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your work. And we know that you will perfect everything that concerns us because we have the mind of Christ, the hidden wisdom of God, the ultimate wisdom of God, the ultimate of God. Lord, we thank you. Each young life here is offered to you as a sacrifice, just as you offered yourself as a sacrifice to us. We are an offering unto you, Lord. We are your recompense. We are your generation. We are your reward. We are your benefits. We are your seed. We are your harvest. We give you praise. We say thank you for your awesome work. Perfect it in our lives, in our generation. In Jesus' name, amen. bless you Auntie Judy. I hope you have been blessed. Take your seats please. You know we've been talking about going back to the basics and these are the basics of Christianity. Some of you may think it's a very simple message but I tell you it's very very deep. If you take time to reflect on it. 
And I encourage all of us to try and listen to this message over and over again. When she was preaching, some two things stood out for me, which I've never thought seriously about before, even though I know some aspects of it. She made mention of two people at the point of their death with two different backgrounds. One of them, Judas. Judas was one of the twelve. He saw all the things she said Jesus did. He saw the miracles. He heard the teachings. He heard teachings that other people did not hear. He was among those who were sent out with power to go and talk about the kingdom and to experience firsthand the power of God at work in his own life to influence other people. But for some reason, there was something that influenced him at the last stage of his life, money. And he betrayed Jesus Christ. We are not sure how he died, but he committed suicide. We are not sure how he committed the suicide. You may be in Teen Chapel you may be experience all the good things of God, all the good teachings, all the good stuff that we experience from the Lord. How would your life end? Another man that she talked about, we don't know his name because the Bible doesn't tell us. That arm robber who was crucified together with Jesus Christ. He was an arm robber. But he knew. He knew Jesus. He knew Jesus was the son of God. He knew. He knew Jesus did miracles. He had heard and he knew. And somehow he was dreaming that Jesus would do a miracle for him. He told Jesus, Jesus, ah, but you we see you do all these miracles. Why don't you just save yourself and save us too? We shall be free. Some of us, that is our attitude in church. It's only what we shall benefit that we think about. If it will not benefit us, then we are not that interested. And some of us are in this church and you, we have been doing stuff. We have been doing stuff. I tell you, next two weeks we'll start talking about some of this stuff. We are going to go really deep. This morning, one of the facilitators showed me something, and I said that I have to be ready for shocks from some of our teams. And I pray that the Spirit of God will help us to help you to break away from some of these things. You need to fear God. The Bible says, like you said, that is the beginning of wisdom. Don't just be interested in things that you benefit. What about God? What does God benefit from your life? How are you living your life? Are you living your life? But then for those of you who may not know, the topic that I gave her when she spoke on the wisdom of God, I gave her the topic, common sense for teenagers. Common sense wisdom for teenagers. 
some of us need to go back to our senses, the common sense that God has given us to apply wisdom to our lives. Don't let your friends detect to you the kind of life you should live. Don't let the internet detect to you the kind of life that you should live. Mind you, you have an eternity to account for. And how you live in eternity will will be dependent on the decisions that you take now. So my question to all of us, in the light of what we've heard, are you ready? We invite the drama team to give us a presentation. remember why I was created or at least that's what I would like you to think because amnesia sounds a lot better than just plain ignorance (laughs) well even ignorance is defined as a lack of knowledge (laughs) see I'm just faking it pretending as if I don't know when really I do You know, I felt less than what my designer thought was best, so I suppressed who he supernaturally intended me to be. No lie, (laughs) I got relaxed. Then I combined by weaving in a little bit of his will with a whole lot of mine. So, how do I look? Because I think I look good. I have time to change, fix any minor things that may lack. It's not like he's coming back tomorrow. Seriously, how long have we heard these are the last days? (laughs) It's the same old song. I mean, is it just me or do these last days seem to be lasting kind of long? I know I'm not perfect. I've had so many I couldn't count my faults. Niagara. Instead of responding to his call, I'd rather schedule him. Viagra. Whatever is wrong, I know that he can heal, but I want the cattle on a thousand hill with the ability to still grab the wheel while still grasping onto my own wheel, like Jacob to Esau's heel. <laughs> my love is based on his love is based on how I feel. He loves me, he loves me not, like pulling petals of flowers. And yes, he is coming back, but no one knows the day or the hour. Where have you been? I have been at the altar, waiting for you. To repent. By the way, what happened? You Lost weight? Yes. I wanted to look good for you, so I have not been eating my daily bread. Bread of heaven is who I am. But it's scary. I gave you lots of my word, but you get them by with the crumbs of commentaries. You need- I needed a makeover. No one was attracted to me, so I dressed up the gospel, stayed silent, seeing scenes saturate sanctuaries, shuddering sight with smoky eyes, because you know, you are love. No, I am your cover, girl. I make up for your lacks and deficiencies. 
I am your very foundation. See, I blend with you perfectly. No need for concealer, for I am the revealer of all. Don't you recall when I tore your veil? No, so you mean, <laughs> you mean you don't like my nails and my lashes? You don't understand. You don't understand. I took lashes for your lashes, and I took nails for your nails. But if I'm not gaining your heart, then I'm as well losing time. Because more than I want you to be outwardly beautiful, I need you to be mine. Okay, fine. We're here now. Let's just go on with the ceremony. Knowing that there will be no one in attendance, you never extended any invitations. Too excited about the reception and all the gifts that you get that you forgot about my presence. Presents, I take dollars, euros, and pounds. Well, the world can keep their dimes. Pieces of silver don't impress me. Don't forget what happened to Judas. You just failed to understand of change. I admit I grew distant and lost sight of you, the absolute value. <laughs> Missing the sign, so now, with ignorance at times, I co-sign unable to stay away from the tangent. Well, I thought I had the right angle. Look. I know your heart has been broken. But if you can keep your eyes fixed on me, I can repair us. And we will be one no longer fraction being dominated by denominations. Yes, I choose to stay divided like Palestinian nations. Yes, your fouls have been flagrant. Your fouls have been flagrant. But I am positive I'm the one for you. But we will equal nothing if you continue to be the negative one in this equation. Can you sense my frustration? You are holy, so I have to impose what's legalistic, making appeal for what you already acquitted. Obsessed with overruling objections, purposely plucking papers. Professing prosperity, practicing pride, prosecuting people persistently. And when you became the judge, you took away the saints' defense that you've silenced the miraculous testimony of my witness that no one is ever convicted. Yet so many children are turned away from life because you condemned them with your death penalty sentence. <laughs> well, well, well. Not all of them. Which reminds me about their entrance. In the Lamb's Book of Life, some names you may have skipped. With attendance, I stamped their wrist so they could get in. The VIP section, we don't address their sin, neither do we offend. Bouncers don't trip on those who abundantly give. Besides, all of their praying grandmothers had a plus one on the list. Well, tell them that they will not see me by visiting you routinely. Be the example that you need relationship with me. You are far more than stained glass windows, pulpit, pews, and singers. Because if you really want to see my church, just look in the mirror. But you wanted me to be fine, righteous, perfect, and eloquent. This land seemed desolate and needed development. I exceeded your budget, so I withdrew from Tyrus Bank, continued to remodel, staying culturally relevant. 
My girl John called and said, the circle flood and hard times came and you didn't make yourself evident. But I told you I would never leave thee nor forsake thee. I hear you, but I had immediate need. But you promised you would wait, wait for, for me. You? By the way, what happened to your ring? My ring? You don't remember the ring when I called you out of darkness and into marvelous things? You wear it in you, not on you. It was my sign, my spirit, to remind you and your ex who you really belong to. My ring, I pawned for money to get back whom I thought was my first love. He spoke to me with words so sweet. He waved, and I feel the sureness of my wrong decisions sifting my views. He wanted me to see Bree so I could forget where the sun sets next. I was convinced I didn't need to repent of my sin. He told me he could wash me with the tide that was coming in. The weather was pleasant on the Atlantic surface, but as I got to his car, the temperature drastically changed. I contracted an STD, and he burned me at about 9,800 degrees. He was my earth. He was my world. I'm sorry to tell you, but there's more. Did you think that I wouldn't notice the signs and symptoms and your unexplainable craving for sins of all kinds? You even had trouble sleeping. Weeping men, dear, for a number. Joy didn't come in the morning sickness. So now in my shame and my mourning, you I witness. witness. Me take my pill for the morning. After coincidentally located right next to my box of alabaster. I was too shameful to bring forth all the bastards. lies of wicked men's tongues started deceiving you. Then automatically planted the seed of deceit in you. And when you became pregnant with a falsehood, it became impossible for you to conceive the, the truth. The truth made me free, but I ran back to whom I was comfortable with. Being enslaved and mind depraved. I'm sure you don't want me now. I'm not worth the price you paid. They flogged me with whips that left my flesh stripped. I was beaten with their instruments rhythmically that caused my skin to bleed sinfulness. I can still remember the hooks like chorus, those wearing just 66 letters. They were musical scores that contains every note to keep us on one accord for you to always have the right keys to my heart's doors. <laughs> I, I just wanted a sample, but I repeat it like looping it back. And in my own tempo, I am back. Instead of following your instrumentation, I drown out of your heartbeat of timpani and strings of harmonies. Ignore what went of your spirit. If your trumpet sounds, I wouldn't hear it or even the brass rings. Because I've laid tracks upon tracks of a cappella, but so I can hear myself sing. <laughs> Majoring in minor has left me scratch like broken records. Causing my life to, causing my life to, causing my life to 
Father. I'm a false instructor pretending to be watching the conductor. I'm too unlawful to be a wedded wife or probably never recover. My will was put to the test when I had to choose to escape glory or escape in glory. Or bear torment upon my flesh. You were the reason I embraced that ragged cross like my child who was long lost. Mary, my own mother, couldn't recognize the disfigured face of a son. Me is what I gave you on Calvary when it was done. I told you I love you. How much? Well, I showed you. You call it crucifixion, but I call it proposal. Will you marry me? You don't need a third party. You have a direct access to me. And we won't ever have to worry about remembering our anniversary. Because I'm yet to find a calendar with a date for eternity. I need your grace, grace and, and mercy. mercy. <laughs> it's what I lavish upon you. There is a recession of my presence. I see the demand, so I supply the missing piece that your heart demand. And then, some cry over spilled milk. I weep over spilled blood. blood that could not be measured in pint to count. My, my love was contingent on what was instant. I, I know, know I, I had, had to, to come. come to repentance. Father, Father forgive, forgive them, for they know, know not what, what they've done. done. I'll get myself together. Please, I'll clean myself up. Please, allow me. I'm the only one that can make you clean. Without, without spot, spot, without, without wrinkle, without, without blemish, your bridesmaid, goodness and mercy shall follow you. It is already done, and it was you I chose, even though I called many. And I am coming back for you. Will, Will you I be, be ready? ready? Or, or not. Wow, let's, let's give them a round of applause another time. Like I said earlier on, this is the, a good Sunday to be in church. After, after such a sumptuous word, God decided to top it up for us. Give them a round of applause once again. At this juncture, I want to take our Cornelius offering, and uh, I want you to dip your hands into your pockets, take a good offering, 
The Cornelius offering is an offering we take to support the needy and the less privileged in our midst as we celebrate Easter. And we remember the sacrifice that God gave on our behalf. God gave to us. For God so loved us that he gave us his only begotten son. I want you to take an offering as you give to your friend. You give to your friend in our midst. Let's welcome Olivia as she gives us a song to take our Cornelius offering. Hallelujah. Amen. So we just want to thank God for the cross. Amen. Thank you for the cross, Lord. Thank you for the price you Oh 
Amen. As we celebrate Jesus and the sacrifice he made on the cross for us, if you are here this morning and you know you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, at this point I want every eye closed and every head bowed. You know you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. You heard about the wisdom of God in the sacrifice of his son Jesus. And you know that you've not come to a place of relationship with Jesus Christ. You are not sure of your salvation. You don't even know what will happen today if you die. This morning, Jesus is reaching out to you. If you are here this morning and you know very well you do not have a relationship with the Lord Jesus, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. If you're not sure of your relationship with him, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. And with that right hand lifted, I want you to humbly rise to your feet. I'll humbly ask you to rise to your feet. This is a decision for eternity. This is not a decision that you have to be afraid of whether your friend is looking at you or whether your friend will laugh at you. This is a decision for eternity. The Bible says that we shall stand before the throne of God in judgment and we shall give account. you to repeat after me as we take these words in prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for your son. I thank you that you loved us and you sent your son Jesus to die and pay the price for our sins. This morning, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I accept the forgiveness of sins in his blood. I ask you, Jesus, come and be Lord over my life. I submit myself to you and I will live for you now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 This is the best decision you could ever make with your life. After service, if you give your life to Christ this morning, after service, I'll humbly ask you to come and see me, to talk to you. You have been welcomed into the family of God, and there are steps we need to take you through to grow. To grow. So I humbly ask you to come and see me, and let's talk. Amen? Amen. God bless you all for coming to church. It's a wonderful service. I want us to take some songs of praise, some songs of thanksgiving, as we we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ one more time. I want us to invite the praise team. They should give us a hot celebratory praise song as we celebrate the triumphant victory of Jesus Christ on our behalf. Amen. Where's the praise team?
Vítejte ve svým rádiu, Oh, we so bad, you hear now. 
has given you the victory. I want you to lift up a sustained shout. Jump and shout! 